I've been going to art exhibits around Beijing recently. Yesterday, uh, Tuesday, uh, I was at the UCCA lab. It's in the art district. There's there's an exhibit there of crypto art, and it's running until Sunday, April 4. If you're in Beijing, you should go. Some of the pieces will be heading to Shanghai later on, so if you're there, you'll have a chance to see it. I went over there with a microphone, and I thought I'd produce a four or five minute package that I'd publish today. But after spending an hour and a half there and talking to some of the design team and the curation team, I definitely need more time with the material. It's really thought-provoking, and it's going to be a bit longer than I thought. So I'm excited to produce it. This week's episode is an interview with Sojin Bei. She is the band leader of the Sojin Bei Quartet. They have just released a new album. It's called Direction. It's on iTunes and Spotify, it's everywhere. It's mostly music that Sojin Bei composed, and it's all music that she arranged. I love talking to her. Here she is. Jin Bei is a jazz pianist and composer, a teacher and an arranger, and she released her debut album, Direction, just a few months ago. She's based in Beijing, and if you're here, you can see her performing at venues around town. Thank you for coming and talking to me. Oh, thank you for inviting. It's been a few years since I've been to Korea, uh, but I spent quite a lot of time there in the early 2000s, mostly in Busan. But um, sometimes I made it up to Seoul as well. Korea then, and more so now, I think, is known internationally more for K-pop than it is for other styles of music. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so is it, a, is it a totally normal thing for someone to decide to be a jazz pianist, head to the U.S. to get a master's degree, and then, and then make a living performing and teaching jazz in Beijing? Um, that's unusual what I can say because jazz is not super popular music in like Korea, I mean Asia culturally. There are still some students or just like people who love to listen to jazz. I was one of them. Um, so also I went to the school, it's our music related that helped me a lot to get like listening had had a chance to listen to jazz music that became like make me more and more like jazz and now i'm living as a jazz musician right now so was there an artist especially when you were growing up that you listened to and that that really brought you into the uh jazz the jazz fold actually when i was in high school the my first jazz piano teacher introduced me the musician great jazz pianist Oscar Peterson I think he's also from Canada yeah right? great Canadian yeah. jazz musician yeah so that when I was young actually when I studied the jazz I've been listening to his record such as We Get Request which is really a really famous album yeah it's very swinging I yeah that I got 
influenced a lot from his music. The description uh, of Direction, uh, your debut album, on your label's website, explains that the album marks the beginning of your musical journey as a band leader, encompassing your experiences from the past 10 years living in different countries, including the United States, China, and Korea. How have these experiences made their way into Direction? I was firstly studied the jazz music when I was in Korea in the college. And after graduate, I started to play in local scene. Um, there is a lot of jazz venues in Korea, in Seoul, and some of the other cities too. But I always admire to study another, like, more language of jazz. Um, I more became like jazz music a lot. So I decided to move to New York, which is basically um, hometown of the jazz. And I did master degree there. And after that, I was just staying and just see, saw the scenes with the great, great masters there. And after that, I came back to Korea, and now I'm living in China. So those journeys are actually um, are including in my album. It's like the experience of all of the different countries and different cultures. So, so that affect me to have more different, like, color of the musical idea in the description of your album you recommend or somebody recommends that you should listen to the album in sequence in its entirety yes why do you think it's important that people listen to direction in sequence in its entirety uh because the when you actually listen my album it's like a one whole story is are connected and I designed the album like that too, which means I didn't compose a song by the order, but still the vibe um, is connected. Um, like a book, when you open a book, um, the first introduction and like in the middle, it just goes, story goes all the way. And so it's you can feel more variety if you follow that order as I recommended. And yes, and but I put the of course I put the direction which is title songs in the first track, uh, because that shows up. That's the most important important track for my album, especially as a musician. Um, you sometimes you're not sure the the di- direction you are going is uh, right or not. As a musician, it's a, it's sometimes it's the you're you're not sure. Oh, am I going the right way? Which can be the um, the value of music you are looking for, or the color of music, style of the music, uh, in your age or life, it's all related. Um, and when I thought about that fact, and I just decided to. Uh, compose a song, um, started to write a music, and I started to find the like the right direction, which I think is right. Uh, and and I composed that song, the direction that was. I was pretty sure that that music style is what I wanna do, and yeah, that's why the music came like that. 
and I, I really like to put that title song to the my first track of the album. So I want to introduce about my musical journey to the audiences. I was very interested in another description, and it said that the album represents a style you have solidified during the process of writing and recording. What is your style? This, it's hard to say um, in certain style. Like you can, it's, it's hard to describe that you are only having one certain style because it depends on what kind of music you play, the tunes. Every tune has a different style. I mean, the jazz music, that if you're a jazz musician, you can play certain song like this kind of style or other kind of style, something like that. Uh, if I think about 10 years before and five years before and now, of course, like the musician who you like and who want to be, what kind of music you want to play, it's sort of different. So, I just released the first record, which I can describe. Um, uh, I'm more, I do like composer music, and which is more close to modern style. My album, including two great standard songs, which I arranged. When you check about those records, actually, in the iTunes or Spotify, it's all like great. Like mostly, you can find the swing style of that tunes but not mine my arrangement are actually it's quite a different sounds that you might you can hear actually uh it's more modern style and i change the meters a lot which is uh, like the beat uh, and yeah it's more like current The album has seven tracks, but yeah. five, five are your own compositions and mm -hmm. two are the arrangements. And one of the tracks you did not compose that you arranged is Dave Brubeck's In Your Own Sweet Way. Yes. And I did. I listened to yours and I listened to other arrangements from, you know, from before. I was going to ask you how you approach arranging a piece of music that's been 
recorded by, you know, Miles Davis, John Coltrane, Wes Montgomery, you know, and, and as you say, many, many others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, actually, many of jazz musicians are love to play standard song, which is composed by great, great masters. Arranging jazz piece are pretty fun. Um, the, they already com- compose really great melodies, right? And people are, people already know about those songs, but you can actually put your idea and you can make more creative sounds and which is a very fun way to arrange the piece for the musician so i would like to i i i'm very enjoying to arrange the standard yes and then that song also um yeah it's one of my i really like the arrangement i don't know what to say usually when i arrange the songs i pick the song which already has a beautiful melody and my rule is i don't want to ruin the melody sometimes like some people start to arrange it they arrange some tunes and they they easily just change the melody by themselves it could happen too but i don't prefer that way but i'm trying to not um because it's already beautiful composition. So I don't want to make, um, I want to keep that, that beautiful things. And when I add, uh, I want to, I always think about the balance when I put too much of my ideas, but it might came out not really great, you know, sound. So I was always, I was always focusing on to find the balance and actually it came out yeah quite well um, that's why we just rehearsed before the recording of the tune and we decided to put in in my album i think that's the last track of my album too the the Sujin bay quartet um it's sort of a united nations of musicians yeah that's uh, true. <laughs> there's you and you're from south korea nathaniel gao who's American and yeah, Chinese, Yeah, but based in, the, yeah. Based in based China. In, yeah. Uh, Wang Chen Huai, who's on yeah, bass. Yeah, he's Chinese, Chinese. Great musician. Too. And Antonio Fusco. It's Italian drummer. Italian <laughs> drummer, exactly. Can you, can you tell me a little bit about each of these uh, musicians? Yeah, actually, if you guys are staying in Beijing and you want to listen to jazz and when you go to the jazz venue, live venues, you might see those guys' names uh, in some of the place. I'm pretty sure because they're very active, um, active jazz musicians based in Beijing, but actually not only Beijing, like they are just going for other cities such as Shanghai, Guangzhou for the festival or um, just live, you know, performance. They go there a lot. They cooperate with other musicians a lot too. Not only that, sometimes they do for the pop music, and but mainly, mostly they do the jazz. And yeah, we met in China here. Um, and some of us were like kind of mature friends before because. Even though we grew up in different countries, we I studied in the state, and of course, like Nathaniel, the saxophonist, he was there at the same time actually, but we never had a chance to meet before back then. And but eventually, since I moved here, he was the one actually who led me to uh, start 
to perform in the Beijing local scene.、Uh, when I first time came here, I of course for everybody it's really hard to have a chance to play the jazz. So I started to go to jam sessions a lot for local venues, and that's how how I started to meet the musicians. And yeah, since then just started to have more and more gig chances. And I met Charlie, and then Antonio is the last person I met, and he's very he he gives. To the actually the my member band band, he he's always supportive and he's he has such a positive energy. So it's really it helps a lot to coordinate as a leader to just you know get together and just have have some like made a plan to record,、um, and eventually we did and.、Um, Yeah, I'm very satisfied. I'm. I was always thinking I'm lucky to meet those guys, and they are hundred percent, more than hundred percent. They were always supportive for my music. So, yeah. So you're the band leader of of this quartet. What does a band leader do? Uh, it's char in charge of everything. Like, even though like we are all cooperated each other, mostly the band leader we play the band leader's music mostly. And then also booking a gigs,、um, performance, and any kind of tense we can have for live and just meet the audience. It's it is interesting. We have a scene, and <laughs> unfortunately, jazz music is not super popular as a、um, compared with pop music is right. So、uh, we don't have a manager, <laughs> which is we have to <laughs> just make a schedule by ourselves. You might hear from other musician who you know were in here. So we have to actually、uh, manage the schedule, booking a gig, and just even though you you have a gig, then you just you know bring a chart, everything, yeah, just taking care of every single thing. That's what leaders are doing, <laughs> I think. Yeah. With the way you're describing it, it's almost like it's more of a administrative role, you know, the, yeah, yeah, the band yeah. leader.、Oh. But is it is it just that? Is it? No, it's not just that. I'm just describing. How you know we usually do?、Um, it's our whoever you're in leader, yeah. Nobody forces you to do that, but most of the mission which I met in here and overseas, it's they're just taking care of like everything. It's such a it's a, like a responsibility, but most important thing is music for sure.、Um, so you are composing like. Continually compose new songs. Like,、uh, if you actually release an album and you had a like release concert and make like had a chance to play live, and of course you need to work on for your next like music and album and stops. So we have yeah. So those are our including. So and some of band.、Um, Sometimes those format might be changed. If, for example, if I'm planning to make a, my next album,、um, it can't be continually. I can I can maintain same member to make another album too, and I can also create another project, different kinds of style. And yes, it's it's like that. So music, yeah, music is the most important. It's very responsible and. If you are not providing good music, 
and who want to play with you, right? So of course it has to be fun for them. It's also actually giving you a little bit of a pressure, but that's helping you to improve a lot. So it's always like corporate things like, yeah. You moved to New York, as you, as you said, you moved to New York City to study at Queens College in 2010. Uh, and you studied with David Berkman, Jeb Patton, Michael Mossman, Antonio Hart, and Johannes Weidenmüller. What's something you were never taught as a student and that you learned when you were making this album? I, I've learned a lot from great musicians and great teachers who just named on. It's not only because of them, but firstly, the music scene and how, how as a teacher, how you support your student, the culturally is also a little bit different. Like in Korea, when I was in the college, of course they, they support it. But like sometimes like it's, how can I say, it's less free. Like, you know, you had to do like that kind of stuff. Like you had to graduate, then you had to compose a song and like something like that in the following the rule. But of course that that also counted. But in the U.S. it's more, they very, they're very, make me to think about more different way, creative way to approach the music. So it's very useful because I'm also teaching here, right? So, so so do you teach the Korean style or do you teach the American style? That's a good question, actually, because, yeah, wow, I couldn't think about that. Yeah, I was always, I, I admire and I, I really wish I can just teach. Just Jazz music is super creative. It, it has to be based on the creative. We have to uh, build their creativity. Uh, I can say I'm pretend. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm trying to teach them in the American way. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, if they don't do the homework every week, I'm, I'm upset anyway. <laughs> so. One more sort of big picture question. Uh, so before this interview, I, I, I wanted to learn more about jazz in, in Beijing. And as since I'm a newcomer here, um, I, you know, I was a little surprised that there's been quite a lot written about it. I, I came across an article by Patrick Flannery in The Beijinger from 2018. Uh-huh. He wrote that in the 1930s, during the Japanese occupation of China, Western music was suppressed in Beijing. And later, during the Cultural Revolution, it was totally banned. And it wasn't until the 1990s that a jazz scene materialized. Uh, venues opened up around the city. There was the Beijing Fa- uh, Jazz Festival that, that, that was founded around then. And in that article, um, he quoted an Italian pianist, uh, Moreno Donadel. Yes. He explained the appeal of jazz to Beijing audiences in the 1990s. He said, for them, jazz music was modern music. Is jazz music still modern music in China? It's pretty popular than the 90s, I think. 
yeah, the venues are more and more. You can easily find out too. Of course, when you see the venue, when you go to play there and you meet, meet the audience who usually had a experience to come out and enjoy the jazz, they just look for the jazz music and come out. But some of the people still, I'm pretty sure that they never come out you know they didn't they might don't know how to go to listen to jazz music right so um so it still needs certain time but it's getting better i mean jazz music is still um yeah it's growing up here local scene is growing up and yeah jazz is pretty modern still right it's modern means like um uh, including a lot of meanings um, some people think, just general audience think, modern music is not the same as a pop, so it might be hard to approach, right, and understand. Um, but actually, uh, Chinese audience are in growing up so fast, you know, here, like, they have a lot of online platforms, they can actually uh, find out the music, like, so I think it's modern but it's getting well known and people are also more and more listening. Yeah, I can tell like that. Oh. Well, I've, I've never seen you perform, but after listening to the album, I'm really looking forward to, uh, ah, to seeing you. you. Um, so the album is Direction. You can listen to it on Apple Music, Spotify, and you can also buy it directly from your label. And I'll put a link in the show notes um, later on. So, so Jinbei, thank you so much for joining oh, me. Thank you for inviting and having a chance to uh, speak about my music. I'm very happy. Thank well, you. it was a pleasure to have you. Thank you. Thank you so much to Sojin Bay. I will put a link to her album in the show notes. If you like the show, please rate it, review it, share it with your friends. I've seen a few reviews on the Apple Podcasts app, so thank you, Manila Cat, NK20002, and Sino Chicky. Thank you for listening. I will talk to you next week.